A car purchase is a big deal, and finding that dealership and that rep to fulfill your car needs is crucial. Get to know the reps at Roraconda through the car talk videos that we're doing to establish the relationship that is just right for you. That makes it easier to select the CRV, HRV, or even the pilot that may be your next purchase. As always, visit Roraconda.com for all of your vehicle needs. And now we start the Jagoff podcast at this go-karting amazing facility in Leedsdale. Three Rivers Road Karting? Road Karting? Three Rivers Karting. (laughs) Karting. Yeah, with a K. With a K. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the... Out of you. Yeah, jag off. Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jag off? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sevak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. I am Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jag Off Podcast. This is the Jag Off Podcast. If you're listening for the very first time, well, where have you been? But right. also, please subscribe to it. Listen to it every week. You can subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. But also, if you're at work or whatever, and you just want to listen to it on yajagoff.com every Tuesday, you go on there, hit the play button. That's all you have to do. There you go. I love that you tell people that because some people really don't know. We love. We just gave a talk yesterday at Point Park about how podcasts have really come a long way. And we were like, this is phenomenal that we're talking to high school students about this becoming a career. So this is where podcasts are. We know there's a lot of them. In case you didn't know, Yajagoff is a term of endearment that just encompasses all Pittsburgh things. Super proud to tell the stories that we do. So other stories we tell are our blogs Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. This week, I'm very proud that I did two of them. Yes, you did. That's crazy. And the one got a lot of traction for sure because it was right in your neighborhood. Talk about that one first. That was the best one. All right. So we we write (laughs) blogs about people being Jagoffs is what we do. Yeah, so because yeah. we're term of endearment jagoffs, meaning how have you been, you jagoff, all in a good way, we know that the term can be used when you're sitting in traffic and you're ear imitated, or you see a car that's parked incorrectly, or you see the, the silly criminals on TV. This one, so much construction happening in the North Hills area, right at Frank's Pizza. I actually shared it on my personal so that all of my North Hills peeps could understand the trauma. They've all weighed in and said, you are not kidding. There's a construction crew happening. They are shutting down the roads everywhere, right? It's mm-hmm. like at the four, four area intersection. And instead of having a tin sign that you like flip back and forth, they have a piece of fabric that is handwritten the word stop. I'm not kidding. I can't make With this a Sharpie. Up. With a, sh- a Sharpie that doesn't work. Right. It's like running out yeah. and it just says stop. And so you're supposed to know because he keeps going like this with the thing. <laughs> yeah. And you go, oh, I guess it says, you're like this. Blame it oh, on it COVID. Oh, it says stop. That there aren't enough stop and slow <laughs> signs. Blame it on That's COVID. It. And then the other one I wrote was about being the term of endearment Jagoff because this week we suffered a lot of things, especially in Pittsburgh media. I'm proud that I was a journalist first. I came you know, to John from being with the Tribune Review for a lot of years. And it's just a sad day whenever we see the things that are happening with our own media folks. So just a big shout out to the people who have made a difference in our city from the Post-Gazette writers to Lisa Cunningham to Sue Kerr. Um, You know, just really important to state that, that we have a lot of talented writers and influencers in our city and we're proud to know them. In the meantime, then we wrote about this guy, the dumb criminals get so much play on our blog. There is a guy out there in the Somerset County area who stole a tractor to pull out of the uh, Turner's dairy farm. He stole it, took it to his yard so he could pull trees out. How did the police catch him? Because they followed the tire tracks of the tractor into his yard. How stupid are you? Right. I so mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> right, right. At least get some, get a steal a backhoe and cover over the tracks. There I don't know go. what you do yeah. at that uh, point. And useful tips on how to be a jagoff from John Chamberlain. All right. In the meantime, we always uh, have a, a local musical guest, and we always have, kind of have them at the end. But our music artist, first of all, doesn't want to go cart, which is fine because Rachel doesn't <laughs> want to either. Yeah, but, we're not doing but it together. You have, you, have, you have something, you have an event to get to. So first of all, welcome to the podcast. We really appreciate you coming out this morning. Thank and you. we know singers don't like to sing so early in the morning either, but you did fantastic. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and you aren't originally from Pittsburgh. So give us, tell us obviously your artist name and where you're hailing from and what brought you to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So my name is Mame Danso. That's also my stage name. Um, and I, like they said, I'm not from Pittsburgh. I'm actually from the DC metro area. I was raised in Southern Maryland around Oxon Hill. 
And uh, what brought me here first was that I got some referrals of a couple friends who live not too far from here in Latrobe, and they both said, hey, we think you'd do really well here. Okay. And From a music standpoint, or do you do something else and then music is sort of your fun zone? Um, for a music standpoint. Okay. Yeah. Um, and because uh, one of them, he's actually a... He's like a photographer, but he's been doing like music videos for other artists. So okay. he knows like a lot of bands here. And then the other one is a producer in Latrobe. And they both said that, you know, you should probably consider Pittsburgh. And around like 2019, I just decided to like do some research. And I, I considered Atlanta. I considered like Ohio because I have family over there. And I decided Pittsburgh because of what they said. And out of the three, I was like, this place is awesome. Really? Yeah. That's so good. Was to it right before the pandemic, right? Right before the pandemic. Oh my gosh. Was it because you heard of the Jagoff podcast? Yeah. Is that what kind of made the final just decision? I'll, yeah. I'll just say yes. <laughs> no, and I love, we truly take pride having been here all of our lives. And people who weren't from here choose to live here and actually like it what is it about it is it the music scene in general that you're sort of growing accustomed to or life in the area life in the area like I'm still getting familiar with the music scene here but I've been pretty active as an actress in the theater scene okay. um but yeah like just life as a whole like I love like the charm in the town how friendly people are how welcoming they are and I mean, compared to D.C., it's way more affordable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I was going to so say that. You know, sure. so I, we always say on different podcasts that, uh, you know, I'm the age where I was supposed to get an education and then move away because that's what everybody was doing in my era when I graduated from college. And uh, it's so cool to know that I did stay here and kind of weather through the storm. And I love the fact that you, that you tell us that it's welcoming because, to be honest with you, I don't know that I ever saw that. You know, uh, we've had some LGBTQ folks on and say they moved here and we were welcoming you're like, wait, this is Pittsburgh. We're We're not not that. that I ever knew that, but it's <laughs> yeah. nice to know that, you know, the music scene, the food scene, whatever we're doing here, that Pittsburgh is more welcoming. So that's that's pretty cool. And I, I appreciate hearing that. Yeah. What is the music scene? I know you said you're still kind of acclimating to it, but where have you performed so far that you've said, wow, this is kind of a cool place? So far, a lot of my performing has been with Higher Voice. I'm still a student there, um, okay. there in Carnegie. I hope I said that right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay, yeah, nice. you're fine. <laughs> Plus, you have like a, a grace period. You know, 2019 yeah. to now, you would be allowed to say Carnegie. There's okay. still newscasters <laughs> who do that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, I got a lot of my experience performing um, with Higher Voice. And then I started auditioning. And so like my first time being a part of a musical in um, the Pittsburgh area was with Washington Community Theater. And so, yeah, during the summer, they did a funny thing happen on the way to the forum. Uh-huh. So I was like one of the like background like dancers, but we like kind of also did background singing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll say like the most sober singing for me would be with higher voice. And then this is like my first official like time actually performing as a solo act. Oh, yeah. Wow. Look at that. How about that? Yeah, we're breaking news here, breaking, breaking musical news. news. And so now, do you write music as well? I actually do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I took a bit of a break, but I plan on getting back into it pretty soon. Okay. So when you when you write music, do you hear the lyrics? Do you hear the, the music first? How do you do that? Or do you don't write the music and look to somebody else to write the lyrics? Um, I, I write the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's a good question because, like, it depends for me like sometimes it could be the melody that comes first okay. and then I come up with the lyrics with it sometimes I mean it could be random I could just like the words would just like fall on me like I could be taking a shower or whatever yeah. and then like I just like write it down okay sometimes it could just be like I'm messing with my guitar and I come up with a chord progression and then like it just depends on my mood oh that's super yeah. cool now, I saw in the notes that you want to start a punk band now, now I'm really all into do. this yes, yes. <laughs> yeah punk is like my musical language okay like I sing different things but punk is like the first one <laughs> all right uh, i want to be the there for the first concert that was punk that you were sort of oh uh, that's with. so good oh my god that's a good question that's hard <laughs> oh it's one to one uh that's hard but i'll say the one that stuck out to me the most and most influential is paramore okay yeah i'll definitely say I paramore that is. um it's should a, i a little bit yeah they've been out for 15 years but okay. yeah it's um it's a female lead um punk band okay yeah and around the time when she started there wasn't that many like female lead punk bands right. and um so i'll say that's the most influential i grew up like in church so like the kind of music that really i feel like spoke to me in my teenage years was like christian rock mm -hmm. so like that's kind of like where it started for me mm -hmm. like i mean obviously i grew up singing gospel but i feel like that kind of spoke to my aesthetic a lot more and then like when i branched out that's when i kind of discovered like paramore and the main and like other acts and like um fallout boy mm -hmm. 
-hmm. But yeah, definitely Paramore. That's like the one for me. She threw Fallout Boy Fall in just Out so Boy. I would know something. Yeah. <laughs> like, this chick Fall needs to get it together. So, that's awesome. Now, do you consider Imagine Dragons punk or no? That's got it. They're your top 40. They're top 40, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. I think they Asking were... Asking for a friend. Prior, prior to being <laughs> on Q92.9, <laughs> I think they they were... They had punk, but now they kind of turned into no, top 40 as well. No, my idea of punk is it. like the Dead Milkmen. Like, that's what the I dead remember. I love, yeah. Right? Like, right, right, yeah. That's, that's yeah. sort of all I knew. Yeah. And that shows my age. <laughs> I will definitely check out what you said. Where are other places, or do you have an, a few other gigs coming up where people can find you? Um, right now, I do not have other gigs, okay. but there should be some coming soon. Okay. Yeah. So, so can they follow the the voice? That, what, I'm sorry, it's called what? The higher voice. Higher voices. Can you? Is that like a uh, an academy of of a place that people are learning from? Yeah, it's a private studio. Like it's a music okay. school. Yeah, Zach Smith is actually an instructor there. Okay. Yeah. Um. So like higher voice, they teach voice, they teach piano, they teach guitar, they have like private lessons, they have group oh. lessons. And where is it out of? Where's it's it it's in Carnegie. Carnegie. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we have a question of the day, which is our like you have to know the question of the day. It's it's nothing Pittsburgh based that you have to really like go, oh boy, I don't know this yet. But where does everybody find you, follow you, all that good stuff online so they can know more about you? So that we can say, We claim her, we knew her when. <laughs> and we want press invites to your first punk yes. concert, just so you yes. know. Oh yeah, it'll yes. definitely have it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, and so my name is Mame Danso, but the way I have it spelled, it's O-S-N-A-D underscore M. Got it. Very All smart. right. Break All right. the code. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Yes. Okay. So, you know, obviously the album just, just dropped, what, at midnight yesterday? favorite song of all time oh man uh obviously shake it shake it out shake it off that's a good <laughs> one mackenzie gets kudos for this one she's like i, I think am should have had to do your favorite taylor swift imitation like yeah john is way too interactive today <laughs> like you have to drive a go-kart and then taylor swift no hey uh here's a napkin oh my god thank you thank all right you. anyway thank you so much it was a pleasure to yeah. meet you we're so happy that we got to hear you and we get to hear you again later right yeah awesome all right thank you so much good. thank you so next much next up we're going to chat with carson if he's here Carson, yeah, Carson, all right. With a K. Carson, with a over. K for carding. I'm always tracking that horse around. All of his questions, such a mournful sound. Tonight, I'm listen. It was quite fun to watch all of them down. I was like, look at Anna. Carson, you were like, we <laughs> we got to see an aggressive side of our guests yeah, already, which was crazy. We don't know everybody that well, but we we somewhat know Anna, so it was really awesome to watch her. Like, I'll do this. It's no big deal. Yeah. I got this. So welcome to the Ajaga podcast. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming out. Give us the like the sort of boring background, right? Like why here? Why in Leedsdale? Mm -hmm. Why the area as far as, you know, what was this before? We call it used to be's, right? Mm -hmm. What used to be here? And what was the thought of having a go-karting place versus something else? So actually this building we're standing in now was actually a coffee bean factory back in the day it's, oh, an, wow. it's, it's, it's a really old building actually and i believe it was abandoned for a little bit before okay. it was taken over uh but daryl the owner and his business partner at the time they always had an idea of opening one of these indoor go-kart tracks in the pittsburgh area because they're all over the world if you they really are look. they yeah. are at least every state has at least maybe two and i was gonna say do we have any other than we we have another one in monroeville and then the closest one after that is in harrisburg so wow. yeah, okay. so so they did their research clearly. We did. Um, so it was about it was a while back, maybe like two decades ago, 2006 or 2007. They went to IAPA, which is a big like expo of all things amusement park stuff, stuff that's new, all the new technology. And that's when they found out that the technology for electric go karts was real. Everyone knows about the gas powered go karts you see at the beach, but you know that's outdoors because of the fumes and stuff like that. Sure. So when it became possible, they instantly wanted to bring something like this to Pittsburgh. So it didn't take till 2018 when we moved in here and we officially opened us Three Rivers Carding. So it's been here since 18? Yes. I and so for you Yenzers who complain me. about A, bridges, driving, this is so easy to get to. Yeah. It's up 65, not down. When you're coming out of Pittsburgh, it's actually north 65. And this little ramp takes you up over 65 and drops you right down into this humongous parking lot, which is another Yenzer complaint. It's free. It's free parking. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and you guys even have food here as well, right? We do. Coming so hang out? We do. As when it first opened in 2018, it was just the go-kart track, nothing else. And then we had our two years of operation. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. Yeah. So we kind of had 
had to slow things down. But as of the end of 2021 and 2022, we've been able to expand into the brand new arcade. We have the bar and grill downstairs, and we also have axe throwing down below. So it's now a full entertainment park at this we point. We were joking because Tracy said, do you want to axe throw or go-kart? I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into because do mm. I have to carry an axe into this thing and then <laughs> kind of like figure out what I'm doing? Uh -huh. but, but I love that you're doing this. It's sort of adult or, or should I say family experience really because adults can come do it mm -hmm. it's not just a kid's kind of you know grown up Chuck E. Cheese like what do you do next Yeah, but it's really offering so many things like an entire day it is yeah for the go-karts and axe throwing it's 10 years of age okay. and 54 inches so if any age up it's basically free game and we've had all ages try the go-karts axe throwing and then they all love it at the end of it uh, yeah. it's so, so cool. yeah i, I think it's kind of cool it. you do the go-karting and if you lose you're angry so then you go through axe throwing i think mm -hmm. it's perfect but now give us the inside here we saw a very aggressive side all of our guests showed up today today hi good morning good they morning, were friendly and then they got Woo! out there and we hear mm -hmm. listen forrest was isn't out even there on like, the podcast right, right. and he's like i forrest am gonna like, burn I'm these, taking these turns straight Who is he yeah, so he just shows I, up. And I think we, and as a matter of fact, Anna's going to come on and talk about the Amachi Hachi Pachi. <laughs> like, I think the 2023 Amachi Hachi Pachi has come here and right. drive for everybody, right? right? And get Derek right. Wilson down here driving because every, you know, anyways. It's great. It tell, is just such a good opportunity, you can yeah, tell. It is. What have you seen as far as growth? from people are you seeing a different audience of people now that you've expanded it and like you said just for description purposes two floors first floor is obviously the track for people to do the go-kart racing axe throwings downstairs as well yes and then upstairs is a full arcade uh did i see ski ball i did so <laughs> we got it check mark this is yep. a good place to be yeah. but it's really cool that there's like you know different things you really feel like you're in a mini dave and busters just mm. for you know context yeah and there's just so much to do how many hours do people typically spend uh, now that we have all this extra attractions and stuff like that, you're looking at maybe a whole day, half day sort of thing. Nice. Wow. We do have a, we have a lot of corporate events come in, rent out the building. Birthday parties are big, and bachelor and bachelorette parties are really big for us. I can see it. Yeah. I usually, this is where I usually say Christmas party, John. Except we already booked it. Yeah. Uh, we need something. The, we'll uh, so out. I'm not going to let you off the hook to my original question. So which which guest won, and which kid? Maybe the one who won didn't really drive the best, but how did they all do there? Do you know them by name, like or number? Right. So it's all about the lap times down there. Okay. It's not really first place, second place positions. So whoever has the fastest lap time oh, is technically in first place. Okay. So okay. that's why we have things like the blue flag. Make sure everyone's passing each other. That's why we spread everyone out to begin with, so okay. you just focus on a good lap time. Okay. So it was it was a bit of a battle out there. We were watching it down there when it was yeah. happening. Yeah. It was constantly flip flopping okay. between everyone. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So you're gonna be that. You're Gonna, yeah, you're just going to go generic. Oh, we got you. All right, play we the music. We don't give second place hit, trophies here, Carson. Hit the music and play them off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where does everybody find you guys so they can reserve a time down here? So you can reserve online. Okay. Weekends are technically busy, so we highly recommend it for the weekends. Okay. We are also heavily active on all social media platforms, so if you want to shoot us like a direct message, we're constantly replying to any questions you may have. We want to make it as easy as possible awesome. for people coming in to have fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> this right. when we walked in, I'm like, this is this is not your average. He was yeah. truly a Walmart greeter. He walked oh, yeah. in. Yeah. The rest of us are in the parking lot. He comes out. He goes, "Wait till you guys see this! Like, <laughs> come on in!" You know, he's your your favorite new client. Yeah. Since you have them all different places, do you have like a competition where I could go to Harrisburg or I? Do you post times up at Harrisburg versus Monroeville or here? Anything like that? Not or to no? the other places. Okay. Um, but I could be the king of here if I want. You could, yeah, definitely. Okay. That's usually how. It works for most people right. yeah right. yeah yeah all right sorry about that you're fine so the question was did you get the album you know it's not like it used to be right we would go to a national record mart and get an album whenever things <laughs> mm -hmm. drop but anyway the taylor swift album dropped favorite taylor swift song of all time Oh man, I don't know. I was at the uh, the Hard Rock Cafe last night, and they were blaring nonstop Taylor Swift. Okay. So can't pick your favorite. You're that guy, Carson. I am that guy. It, who's your favorite artist of all time? Uh, I really like The Weekend. I listen to a lot of The oh, Weekend. Oh yeah, I'm, that's a good I'm one. I'm like I'm full on '96 One Kiss, whatever's playing, all that. Monica, no, throw a Monica, tomato at him. Monica we're does mornings on Q92.9 right yeah. now. We're yeah. sorry, <laughs> yeah. Carson. You had us at go kart. Now we got to ask you to leave. No, yeah. just kidding. It was we're such a you you're such a gracious axis. host. We appreciate you. you having us. We appreciate you accommodating everybody. This was a great time, and we hope you get tons, tons more people. Thank, Thank you, you so much for hosting us. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. All right, some more music from Mummy. Dance with the devil on your 
Hollis Amachi, we'll have you explain that in a second, but can you please explain your driving down there? <laughs> it was pretty aggressive. I am very competitive. <laughs> well, it's if you funny, didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, we know. We've only known you for a short time, but we've picked that up pretty quickly. But what was funny was when Carson was sort of rallying everybody, you were you were doing something, and I was like, Anna, aren't you doing it? You're like, oh, yeah. Game Challenge accepted. Game yeah, on. You I'm went gonna down. I'm going to need some uh, Bengay tonight. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You can be in your sweats. Nobody's going to be around. Yeah. So Anna, as John said, uh, Amachi is is the you're the executive director mm-hmm. at Amachi. Yeah. Um, we've heard you tell your mission a couple of times through some video and things like that. We need people to understand and know the impact of Amachi. So give us the, the, yeah. the debrief us on sure. what the actual organization is. Yeah. So um, first, I want to tell you about the name itself. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a Nigerian Igbo word. Mm-hmm. And it means who knows what God has brought us through this child. So it really just speaks to the inherent value that all children have. And, you know, all children have potential. All children can be great. If we really just invest in them Mm -hmm. and provide the love and guidance that they need throughout life. And so with Amachi, we serve children who have incarcerated parents. And so you can imagine that when a parent is incarcerated, that's a huge piece of that child's puzzle missing Um, and so there are so many different negative ways that children are impacted and so Amachi comes along just to be a support um, you know in that kid's life and in the life of the family because uh, you know the incarceration affects the whole family unit and so we come alongside and we provide mentoring and family strengthening and reunification support when parents are ready to return home and then we also have a, um, a, a youth advocacy and leadership development program with, for high schoolers because we want them to understand how they can be advocates for themselves and how they can actually impact systemic change. I can't even imagine it. And uh, do you also uh, talk to kids who don't have incarcerated parents so that they can be under more understanding and accepting? That's you a know, great question. You know, if, yeah. if my friend and their, their friend goes to their friend's parent goes is incarcerated, maybe I need to know how to handle sure. them and ask them questions. The how are you? Piece. It's more yeah. than Absolutely. just the normal how are you? Absolutely. Well, that's what our Amachi Ambassadors Program is about for our high schoolers. They are educators. We actually recognize them as the experts with the lived experience. No one can tell their story like they can. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we create platforms for them to actually educate other youth, parents, policymakers, you know, healthcare providers, anyone who should know about this issue, anyone who is intersecting the lives of children and families need to know about this issue because it really affects people broadly. And so that's what the whole education piece is about. So, yes. Mm -hmm. So now with the fun piece, right? So mm-hmm. it's called the Amachi Pachi, Amachi Hachi Pachi. Uh-huh. You've explained it a million times. You do it best. <laughs> but I keep saying to people, there's even a silent disco. So explain what it is. It's coming up quickly, yes. November the 2nd. Yes. It's a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And um, it's at the Energy, Energy Innovation yep. Center. Um, we have our VIP reception at 6 o'clock. And the main event at 7. We're honoring Franco Harris, who's very near and dear to my heart. And I think the whole region. Region. The soul of the region. <laughs> Nationally, right. yeah. yes. Um, and so we're very excited to have Franco. We're excited to have Derek Wilson as our event chair. <laughs> the event is going to be amazing. It's always a blast. We end the night with a silent disco. And that's, I think everybody knows by now what that is. That's when you're wearing your headphones. We're going to have two different DJs so people can switch stations. Um, and then we have um, the COL, Center of Life Jazz Band, the youth jazz band that's going to open us up. Um, oh, this is a really interesting part of the event this year, and it's a, um, a VR station. So virtual reality is new technology that we're implementing into our programming. And it's a really wonderful um, opportunity that and tool that we're using for incarcerated parents and their children to reconnect. So they actually can engage in virtual reality experiences together over zoom mm. <laughs> so we're so gonna smart. have an opera we'll have a station set up at the event and people can come by and experience it it's all kind of adventures that you can choose and um you know and participate in so it'll be fun does the uh, a practical question is does the connection with the kid through what you just said the the, the children and the parent that's incarcerated 
Is there research yet, to, or is it too soon to know that how much it helps motivate the parent mm-hmm. while they're incarcerated? Yeah, so I can tell you that this is a, um, a pilot project, so it's the first time wow. that we're doing it with incarcerated parents and their children. However, virtual reality has been used within correctional facilities here in Pennsylvania, in particular, with um inmates who were severely mentally ill mm. and they it showed very positive effects in terms of calming and, and, and uh, creating a safer environment for the inmates as well as the staff um, and then it's also been used with lifers who were being released and you can just imagine being incarcerated for decades and then all of a sudden you're coming out this is oh, a yeah. world you don't know yeah. and so they um, have used the virtual reality to really walk them through what society will be like what it will be like integrating back into community so even how to use an atm machine you know and how to use other simple things that we are exactly yeah yeah cell phone cell phones 100 percent. yes so listen my pitch to this is that you may not know what amachi does you may not know what an amachi hachi pachi is (laughs) but all we can tell you is it's going to be a fun time so the cool thing is you can go practice your virtual reality maybe experience for the very first time in the meantime, you'll be raising money to help. Hundred, you know, yes. like that's that's kind of the thing. Like whether you know what they do or not, just go and have a good time, right? Because your money's going to a good right. Place. And you and that's an opportunity to learn more. We're going to have different stations yes. set up educational, so you can learn a little bit more about the work we do. Learn about how our youth and families are impacted. Some of our ambassadors are going to be there manning the station, so you get to talk with, you know, young people, and they're very confident. And you know, so just it's going to be great. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I wanted to do the press releases are you down with AHP yeah you know me but I didn't <laughs> John was like I don't know maybe the news media doesn't like the whole you down with AHP but I love how you say Amachi Hachi Pachi because it is a hodgepodge of fun yes. to really celebrate that yeah. we want people to be more educated to understand right. it and to make this an awareness that people can latch on to really. what I remember is it's never the same boring gala every no, year right absolutely. it's always something different we every do year. something different yeah. every year different location we have lots of fun food delicious yeah. and Carson uh, get on it right <laughs> Machi Hachi Pachi next year 2023 yes. here at Carding yeah. anyways you only have like another week to buy tickets to get on so go right. online where can everybody find tickets so that they can yes. come and enjoy yeah so our website is Amachi A Amazon Mary A C-H-I P-G-H dot org so Amachi P-G-H dot org um, just sign on there you can get tickets right online and if you're listening don't worry about it because it'll be in the show the link is in the show notes when you get home or you're off the treadmill just go click the link and go buy your tickets yes please do all right are you a taylor swift fan I'm not, I I'm like not. I like her, but I don't yeah. listen to her music. <laughs> don't feel bad because I don't either, and I don't care if people get mad at me. I'm not a huge fan. I like a couple of songs, but yeah, yeah right, you know, right, it's right. not my thing. But she's Are you a worried? very, very John smart. Just made this face like, she's oh, a very, very smart businesswoman. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh, the key. Yeah, uh-huh, that, yeah, for yeah sure. she's a role model. For and she has some connection sure. to Pittsburgh, so everybody's like, she's yeah. from here. Yeah, <laughs> does she really? Does yeah, she really? there's some. Yeah. Look, Mackenzie's like, old man, get up to speed. I'll catch you up after the show. I'm, I'm currently listening to the tri- a tribute um, to Nina Simone CD. Oh, okay, oh, that's okay. a good one. It's amazing. You yeah. weren't listening yeah. to it out there. I know that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you were listening to you were listening to um, Mommy's punk rock out there. I, <laughs> yeah, saw I was going to say punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for sharing the mission with us on your Jagoff. Thank you so much for having Thank me. You. Absolutely cool. It's always dark. First of all, you know, we're listening to some great music, obviously, coming in. It's not punk rock, but, you know, close enough, right? Uh, We're talking to Kate next. So it's Kate Hamilton. And what I said was, Kate, it's such an honor to meet you because I loved your pitch. Why did we love her pitch? She she messaged the podcast. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you said that uh, you're you're a love story looking for a yinzer to fall in love with or something like that. Is yes. that right? You're, okay, you're from California. <laughs> Re- yeah, you want to read it for Listen, Mackenzie actually copied it. Hysterical. Hi, my name is Kate Hamilton, and I'm a Pittsburgh-obsessed playwright. I'm currently developing a semi-autobiographical play about a California girl who falls in love with a yinzer. Hooked. <laughs> I didn't even read anymore. So she's here. And we're like, yeah, okay. What does it cost to get you here? A go-kart. Yeah. Just a go-kart. I just do want to go on the record because Carson refused to. I was the winner. Oh. <laughs> I love it. 
and and called out. Furthermore, I think he was maybe embarrassed to say that my racer name was Crazy Kate. Oh, two Ks. Okay. with a K. And yeah, right. I mean, I guess a couple of things that I just want to clear up. I'm down there. I'm getting my head sock on. <laughs> And the man goes, hey, you know, just so you know, we all have a bet on who's going to crash, and we think you're, it's going to be you. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> you were like, game on. It, and Bring I was it. like, you know, I, dry, I live on Mount Washington, and I drive up Sycamore Street oh, every day, so I can winner. do these turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm ready. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know I was training for this, but I've been training for this for a long, long time. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't say, bring it. Just bring it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, I let out a bitch. I can't help it. Uh, so That's awesome. what is the whole background story of you, Californian? Did you know about Pittsburgh? Or well, I so sort of. So I, my grandparents are actually from Pittsburgh, from Aliquippa. Oh, okay. And, but they kind of deny it. Like, they live in St. Louis. <laughs> now and they're sort of like oh we I guess we're in Aliquippa at one point but um, I'd only been here briefly when I was a kid and I rode the incline and that was it and then I came to grad school at Carnegie Mellon to get my MFA in playwriting and I moved back out here and the first night that I moved out here I was like I don't want to date someone from art school. I want to meet a real Pittsburgh boy. So I went to a bar on the south side and I saw the first man the with like history. with like a beard and he looked like he wore work boots to wear work boots, you know? Yeah. Okay. And so I went up to him and I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm Kate. <laughs> And how'd that go? And he was like, you're not from here, right? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm from California. He goes, okay. um, Yeah. yeah, Nice to meet you. He was this very nice boy. We're not in love anymore, but um, we were. (laughs) He was a a wonderful um, boyfriend. I learned a lot about Pittsburgh. It was kind of like a crash course in in everything that I needed to know. The South Side is a crash course in life, I think. Yeah, yeah, it really really is. So where did it go from there? So that was sort of your mission. so, yeah, but was you're my, going to school. You right, so going I'm, school I'm going to school at the same time, and it was great because this man was a millwright, and I was like, that doesn't oh, wow. exist. Yeah. And then yeah. I was a playwright, and he was like, that doesn't exist. Yeah. So we both sort of made it work amidst the uh, chaos of having no freaking idea what the other person did. That is amazing. So where are you in the process of... when Harry of, met Sally, Pittsburgh <laughs> Where are you in the process of both parallel paths, writing the play, but living the play? Right. So I actually left. So I graduated from Carnegie Mellon in 2020. And like every bright idiot of the world, I was like, I'm going to move because this pandemic is going to end. Uh-huh. So I moved to Los Angeles. And Jeez. it was horrible. <laughs> and I found myself really longing for Pittsburgh. Like I missed... The the friendliness oh, I missed the that's kind of like comfort that I friendly. felt that here and so just happy. also like this was a story that I knew I wanted to tell and I wasn't going to write it from some avocado cafe I needed to write it with somewhere where I can get fries on my salad because Christy so. we don't have an avocado cafe here by the way <laughs> right and so I actually moved back I drove across the country with my mom at the beginning of this summer, that and I moved back. Hood, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I know. I couldn't drive across. I couldn't drive across Pittsburgh with my mom. So yeah, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we had our we had our, our lovely little trip, and then I've just been I've been writing the play, and I've also been doing a lot of stand up comedy around town really? and breaking into the scene. Get out! So, wow. Yeah. That is so cool. So I've just decided to. I mean, I hate to call myself a public personality because that's you guys, but I, you know, I want to be. Just you know, I card just, alleys and yeah, harass Carson I, until our guests right. get a good time. Yeah, I just wanted. I wanted to be here and really like. Similarly to when I wanted to pursue a real Pittsburgh man, it's like I really want to be here. You know, I don't want to just wild. pop in and use pop things out. for art yeah. and leave. I really want to do experience. So are you life. writing a play? Yes. Okay. All right. Sort of. Well, yeah, so I'm writing a play. So I'm writing the play. <laughs> and who is am, Forrest? Oh, do we Forrest, even know Forrest? I well, mean, did no, he just show up? Forrest actually, I found him in the parking lot and he was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a really big, I'm really into racing and I wore a camouflage shirt to come. <laughs> Playing uh, no, the Forrest. role of not the Yinzer, he's, he's the foil character. <laughs> the answer, right? yeah. uh. Of course, I, I kind of thought about making him pretend to be my boyfriend. So enjoying, you truly are just enveloping Pittsburgh, enjoying it, really making your way, kind of like a um, Carrie Bradshaw, right? Right. Um, Sex in the City. That's yeah, sort of what you're doing in yeah. Pittsburgh. Except for I'm nicer than Carrie. Well, right. <laughs> right. So, yes. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Carrie's unkind. True. Uh, there you go. Okay. Where does everybody find your stand-up comedy? How did you... 
what open stages do you go to? I so I actually I I go to like an open mic almost every night, and okay. they're all over Pittsburgh. It's been a way yeah. I've really started to explore other neighborhoods. I'd never been to Bellevue, for example. In yeah, five six five. Yeah, five six five, five, five in the basement. Yeah, yeah, in the you basement. You hit your head there. Of course I, I do. I hit my head yeah. there. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, and it so, smells like stale beer. It, it does. <laughs> that's and Mark gets confused. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do. You have to go to do open mics where it smells like stale beer. You yeah. can't. You can't yeah. do it anywhere else. Um, but yeah, I go like <laughs> once a week, once a day, really. And I do shows around. I actually have two shows coming up. One on October 29th. It's called Maddie's Monster Mash. It's a variety show at the Arcade Comedy Theater. Oh, oh, arcade. Yeah. I love the and arcade. then I have another show at the Arcade on November 5th. Okay. Well, so. listen, now you know that if you give us a really good line, we bring you on and find out that you're not really a playwright who fell in love with the Yinzer. You're becoming a comedian at places we frequent. Yeah. That's what this is about. All good. Yeah, this is actually it, a big is, con. Yeah. <laughs> all right. There you go. And we're going to find out that Forrest is your brother later. I yes. just know it's going to reveal. We're going to doctor fill like, this thing. wonder who this right. guy is. Right. Hey, Forrest. That's so funny. Anyway, where Kate, does everybody find you online? They can find me on my website where I post my upcoming shows and also things about the play that does exist. Okay. okay. Yeah. And um, you can also, <laughs> and that's www.katecondehamilton.com. You can also find me under my same handle on Instagram at Kate Condé Hamilton. And you can also just see me popping around town. Come to an open mic talk to me and if you want to be the yinzer guy make sure you wear steel-toed boots oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and a BML, good franco right? harris BML, jersey yeah. don't yeah. tuck it into your don't. jeans no yeah yes. never tuck yeah. the jersey into your jeans right. you should have to be a little bit tall you have to know how to drive on ice uh-huh. you have to know how to fix things like ideally you can hang stuff up You're for out. me i mean honestly like I often say, like, I'm not on the normal dating apps. I'm not on Tinder and Hinge. I'm on TaskRabbit because that's really what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's so funny. Kate, you're too funny. Oh All right. God, Are you good. a Taylor Swift fan? And now that Anna and I have made it okay to not be, you can feel comfortable. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. I mean, uh-huh. she. When I listened to a new song from her album. And, you know, as a six-foot-tall woman, which I guess you can't see on the podcast, but I'm very tall, <laughs> Taylor is, like, 5'10". Yeah. And she has this line in one of her new songs that's like, everyone else is a sexy little baby and I feel like a monster. <laughs> and quite frankly, like, I think that was meant to make me relate to it, but it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. I think I'm like, anti, I think now I'm anti-Taylor. Come back when the <laughs> lawsuit's filed, that's for sure. Yeah. 29 million people downloaded her, her album know, and all eight of the people who didn't are here today. Know, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Kate. It was a pleasure to meet you. You Stay were so in touch. fun. And uh, Mackenzie will actually reach out because we'll have you on our hump day haha on Q92.9. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's stay in touch okay so, yeah let's let's race after this if you guys yes. want yeah John like i'm, I'm yes. happy to john's do racing a, um, monica, monica <laughs> yeah, you could be in with us that's All awesome right, cool. Kate, thank you thank so you much. so much rachel and john Christy Lachlan. We've known Christy for quite, quite some time. It started with Next Pittsburgh, where we would send her pitches on things that we thought were interesting to cover. And unique story is that she covered a Mancini's. Mancini's. Mm-hmm. Just random. If you don't know what Mancini's is, it's amazing bread. That's all I can tell you. Plus its freshness years. is, you know, unmatched. And Christy did a really cool piece on the fact that Mary Hartner uh, Mancini it's a women-owned company. She's like the last person who knows the family secrets of all of the bread and its goodness and what makes it amazing. So she and Mary have developed this great relationship. And Christy tells the story that she went to visit her grandmother at a gravesite with bread because that's what you do with Mancini's. And we just thought that was the most heart-tugging, adorable thing. And she's awesome as far as being a journalist and now at Pittsburgh Magazines. We wanted to have her on to find out about her new role. So welcome. Thank you. That was a little long and drawn out, but Just to let needed. you know, Halby Klein has been on the podcast as the Pittsburgh Magazine food editor. He usually dropped in, he brought like $200 cash Easy. every time he came and food. So yeah. not that you have to fill that role, but bad. just so you know, that's what your predecessor did four times on the podcast. And but he'd no. bring us all kinds of good food. Yeah, well, next time I'll bring yeah, you yeah. something. <laughs> no, so welcome to the Pittsburgh Magazine. We know we love that magazine. It's yeah. such a well-respected, and here you are. Not that you weren't in any place not respected, right. but 
Pittsburgh Magazine is yet another Sport level. cachet. Yeah, there you, there, go. You go, there you go. How are how's it going there? Do you have a nice cubicle? You don't even go to the I office. I have my own now? office. Oh, yeah, it's really nice. nice. Wow, you okay. really jumped. Yeah, look yeah, at you. I know. I do. So, what was it about Pittsburgh Magazine? As we're half joking, but truly serious, that it's been around for so long. Pittsburghers, you know, want to get in. How do we get in? That kind of thing, but. What is it that made you say, wow, this is where I go next? And why food? I think with Pittsburgh Magazine, that's always the style that yeah, I wanted to write sure. in. And I just really love Pittsburgher. I love Pittsburgh. And this is uh, Jeff Goldblum's 70th birthday today. I so that's why oh, I wore this. Wow. He's from Homestead. Wow, he looks oh, he a looks little so bit young. like Michael Jackson in Thriller. I got to yeah, tell yeah, you. This is Jeff Goldblum right. in The Fly. Okay. Right. Um, wow. And this is like how I look like all the time. A little bit of confusion and hunger. <laughs> okay. Constantly. So this is so like, I actually wore this to work a couple days ago, but. I love it. Whatever. I regurgitate things. I love it. But, um, but why food? Because I love food. The food scene in Pittsburgh is insane. If um, there's so many places to go. My advice to people is just go out to explore. I mean, go out to a neighborhood you've never been in and just walk around and you're going to find a restaurant you've never heard of. Have you done that? Have you I literally do. just That's plopped yourself in a neighborhood? Really? I do. I, I really like, I walk in Allegheny Cemetery in Lawrenceville and then you could go to Friendship, you could go to Garfield, you go to Bloomfield, you know, there's so many places you can walk to the strip from there. I mean. Now by personal information, are you a cook? Or are you a baker? Not at all. Do you like to do no, any of that? No. Stuff? Yeah. The only time I eat is when people feed me. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Is that right? So, because some people prefer baking versus cooking because it's... Or I baking. prefer other people do you it. You just prefer, yeah. 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 Food on the table every time you walk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I trust the experts to do it, and I am not one. So. What has surprised you the most about the Pittsburgh food scene? You know, growing up here, you know, it amazes us, like during Hispanic Heritage Month, we found... Cuban uh, food. We found so many, you know, Argentinian yeah. oh, yeah. food and the differences. But what has surprised you about the Pittsburgh food scene that's most, you know, would have never known? Just the perseverance. I mean, through COVID oh, okay. and everything, um, you expect a lot of places to close, and, and some did, but um, the way restaurateurs just really, like, bootstraps and just like kept going and found mm. ways I mean if you're in this business right now and if you're opening up a yep. food business like you really want to be in it you're very passionate about it and um, that's what I respect and I feel like you could just taste it in the food like the people want to be there and they want to serve you and um, they want you to become a regular it's just really fun so like, nothing but respect for everyone is there maybe some type of food that we're still kind of missing or that you kind of go you know we're becoming this not becoming we are a foodie town we're just getting better and better we're starting to be sort of you know pit against bigger cities at this point because of our you know ability to have good food right is there something that we still need more of or something we haven't tapped into yet i mean i'm I just had Trinidadian food the other day, and like really? in the north side, like uh, right past the Mexican war, war streets. Um, it's called Shadow Benny. Um, oh it's yeah, really awesome. Um, it's just like a fun, happy place to be. The food's really good, and um, so yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Get you out know? of your comfort you know you zone. don't have to go to Applebee's all the time. There's so many different Ethiopian cuisine. I mean, we just have every type of cuisine you could possibly think right. of, um, and just try it. Yeah. Wow. Are we starting to get to a point where the chains are not as important? Like, I know when we travel for my family, like for hockey, right? If we see an Applebee's, we go, well, this is easy because we know what's there and what we can do because we're not, we're on a time crunch. Right. Are we as Pittsburghers starting to really walk the walk and talk the talk? We have these places, but are we truly benefiting from them? I think it's slowly growing. I think a good thing to do if you come to Pittsburgh and you're not from here, like go to a local brewery and yeah. you'll meet, like you'll sit at the bar and you'll meet like 12 people that are going to tell you their favorite restaurants. Yes, so, that's true. You know, so yeah. I think that's a good place to start. It feels like every neighborhood, there's a couple up the street in Ambridge, there's Fermata Brewing, Ultra Genius is on the opposite side of Ambridge, sure. but they're both really great places, really fun. And you will meet Pittsburghers that will talk to you and like they'll probably show you around yeah you know? right if you if anyone wants to see evan city cemetery like i'm a big monster nerd i will show you around like <laughs> let me know yeah so no and that's the key too you're right and that's what i love 
that hearing these people who have moved here say that we're welcoming. Yes. I mean, how great does that feel? Because you really, we didn't hear that for some things. So we're making some strides, but you yeah, know, it is I mean, good to hear that the people are. Yeah, it's, I mean, she got a date, like just went up to someone and right. like, hey, yes. do you want a date? Like, God bless her for now, doing I'm that. gay. So if like there's Pittsburgh women that would do that, right. <laughs> cool. um, let me know. But uh, Wait, was yeah. that another pitch? We're getting yeah. pitches all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll take my shot. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. So food. before we let you go and we have a question of the day and I find you online, but tell us about the go-karting experience. Were you aggressive out there? I came what? in dead last. Dead last. But I was also told I was the safest driver. And okay. I think I lost because I'm just so used to spending time on the Parkway East and just like sitting. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So you're a mosier driver. Like, you no, I'm, I'm a lead foot. And my, my, my motor, my name was Motorhead because I'm a big Motorhead fan. Okay. And I, I feel so bad. Sorry, Lemmy. I totally screwed up, but um, I lost. I love that. But I love that you admit it. I mean, you're not yeah. trying to pretend. Like Kate a little bit came on and was like, I mean, I won. That's a yeah. boasting thing. Well, I was bragging like I was going to win. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, so it all changed. In, she had to come in soft. I got you. It all I changed. You. But That's I have so to ask, and this is the cliche question. Because you're the food person, right? You're the go-to. If you're at a party, what's the most commonly asked question that you get once people realize what you do? What's my favorite restaurant? And whenever people ask me that, I can't think of any restaurant right. I've ever eaten at in my entire right. life. Right. But my, my favorite food is a sandwich. And so the latest uh, edition of Pittsburgh Magazine is all about sandwiches. So if you want to... Oh, nice. Pick up a copy of that. You'll see my nine different sandwiches that I, I had to go around town and eat. So. Okay. okay. But, well, then, since you're a sandwich person, what's it about the sandwich? Is it the bread or is it the content or it depends? It has to be a mixture of both. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, that's interesting to know. It's That's the Joey Tribbiani. Did you know that was Joey Tribbiani's thing? No. From Friends? I did not know that. Was, Whatever. No, I know the no meat quizzing. sweats was his, but that's all I know. So where all does right. everybody find you? Pittsburgh Magazine, but where do they follow you on social? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm, Undeadhead78. Like I said, a big zombie nerd. So, um, yeah. I love it. Nice. All right. Taylor Question Swift. Are you in? Are you out? Have you listened? What's your favorite song? My daughter is 13 okay. and she, re you know, she's rebelling against everything I love, which sure. is metal and monsters yeah. and all that stuff. So uh, I do know Taylor <laughs> Swift, but I'm going to say Shake It Off is my favorite only because when my daughter was very little, she thought it was Shake It Out. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> like the, the Mel Mac. Yes. yes. Uh, so that's why I like that song. Nice. Can we say where you were last weekend? Speaking of music. Where was I last weekend? Guar. Oh, I, well, that was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. I was, that was more like a month ago. I was. This at is Guar. for my husband because I thought he was the only person left who was like, I would go see Guar in a minute. But no, I, went, I, I, love I, I saw Guar. I was covered in blood, and I got COVID. So. Uh, <laughs> well, fun really fact fun. about Christy Lachlan, well, in case yeah. you yeah. needed to know. Right. I love it. Christy, thank you so much for thank your time. You. It's always a pleasure. Follow her because her writing is fantastic and uh, she's a true Pittsburgher. So. Yeah, did you did I swear? I don't know. Did I swear? What's yeah. that? Did I swear? Okay. No, okay, no, no, okay. you're good. You're good. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, awesome. Well, All right, so fine. now we, uh, as we get ready to we say thank music, you, right? right? We get more music. So if you guys want to take this over there and we will give our thank you so i thank tracy first and foremost one of my favorite podcasts i have no interest in go-karting but i love the ambiance and i think the guests were spectacular it has so. gone so well and welcome back monica who is uh, the morning person back. on q92.9 and also our editor and production person here she's back from visiting her family in texas and thank god they didn't red rover Deep her in the heart. i know they didn't red rover I her know. and make her stay we 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 won she came back so <laughs> and thank you to uh, Mackenzie, who's uh, holding the camera. Thanks to Forrest, and thanks to Kate. We thanks still don't to, know who Forrest is. Right, he's he's the secret Yinzer guy. He's and, the guy. Uh, and, is he? I Anna don't know. Hollis, thank you, and uh, Katie Lachlan, thank you, and Mommy. We have to thank you. But and uh, Zach, you can keep. Well, you can start warming up. Give us a little music bed because we're going to read our Hun ad. It has never had a music bed before, so feel free. We're going to say a car purchase is a big deal and finding the dealership and rep to fulfill your car needs is crucial. Get to know the reps at Rorick through their car talk videos to establish the relationship that is right for you. That makes it easier to select your HRV, your CRV, your pilot that may be your next purchase. Visit RorickHonda.com for all of your vehicle needs and you guys can take us out. So solid now you like water And we started drowning Not like we'd sink any further But I let my heart go 
find the 